Good morning and welcome to iHeart Mooresville, the small town radio show with a big heart. We're here with some guests this morning. I'm your co-host, Christine Patterson. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks. Well, we have an exciting show lined up. We are actually sitting here with Kim Atkins, the executive director of the Mooresville Downtown Commission. So we're going to get to learn about everything the Mooresville Downtown Commission does, all the events they have coming up. So we're going to have a great conversation today. But before we get started, how was y'all's weekend? It was good. It was uh, cold. Um, You know, I think it's interesting um, if you didn't see on our Facebook page, obviously you manage the Charles Mack Citizen Center. Um, the fountain out front, oh. it was so cold last week that the fountain froze. Yes. It looks so cool when that happens. It does. It looked like a, sh- somebody said it looks like a chandelier. Yes. It you does. probably saw it. You were, are you office there? Yes, I saw it. I actually took my granddaughter to work on Monday. And as we drove past, she said, look at the fountain. It's frozen. It's beautiful. <laughs> so yes. And if you yeah. didn't see it, you can go on our Facebook page, Mooresville Parks and Recreation. And, um, there's a beautiful picture that... I took of the fountain. Good job. And, and yeah. you know, I had never seen that. So I was just, I was mesmerized by it. Yeah. It's beautiful. It really does. And it doesn't happen that much. We yeah. don't get that cold weather. It was weather. cold. Um, and speaking of cold, um, I want to give a shout out to the Parks and Recreation Park Services team uh, because regardless of the weather, uh, they are out there every day um, taking care of our parks, our facilities. Uh, watering plants, maintaining everything. The and golf so course. the golf course, yeah. uh, obviously they had to close um, and they are officially reopened now. So yes. for all you avid golfers, um, book a tee time. I know Luke will be happy to see you. Um, but yeah, the park services team does an amazing job. And I want to give a shout out to Jim Donaldson and his crew for uh, continuing uh, their efforts despite the weather. Yeah, uh, they don't really absolutely. have an option. So we appreciate That's them right. very much. Absolutely. And we had a great weekend. Uh, Arts and Events hosted the Hitman Country at the Jovi Knox Auditorium this weekend. Sold out show. Nice. Amazing. We always have such a good time with the Our Town Stage Indoor Entertainment Series. Um, so we're looking forward to a, another one um, upcoming next month. We, we got a full spring ahead and how was your weekend? What'd you get into, Kim? In my house. I stayed ah. in my house all weekend under a blanket and read and watched football and just hung out. Oh, yeah. Football. I forgot about that. Oh. No, actually, we watched a lot of football. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. I have to say between bowl season and the NFL, I'm a huge football fan. But even I get a little bit like, wow, there's just so, <laughs> so much yeah. football. Uh, yeah. But I will say that probably the week after it's over. We'll be missing it, right? Yes, so. yeah. for sure. Yeah, that was definitely on in my household, too. I heard that all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard it. <laughs> so I was looking, um, and I have a couple jokes I want to share this ah. morning because I thought it would be a good way to start the show. I love a joke. So uh, let's see. What do you call a squirrel with a map of a park? Oh, Hmm. I feel like it's something mm-hmm. obvious that I'm not thinking of. <laughs> An explorer. An explorer. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So let's see. I got. I got. A, I got a okay. bunch of them here. Looks so like a treasure map. Yeah. Yeah. Like where yeah. he hid all yeah. those treasures yeah, in the market. Exactly. <laughs> How does a tree get around a park? Hmm. Again, I think it's something obvious. They branch out. <gasps> they branch out. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I'll be here all week. 
<laughs> Parks and recreation <laughs> jokes. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I love it. So, a, little, a little levity, a little Parks and Recreation yeah. levity this morning. Thank you. I love that. That's hilarious. I love it. I know we are... Um, we have so much, I think, so many opportunities. I mean, you know, you can hear jokes from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> you can come to a show. You can go visit one of our beautiful parks. We've got it all. And last show, we actually talked about how if you participate in Parks and Recreation activities, that you can actually live to be 101. Oh, wow. Yeah, yes. proven. So, apparently, uh, Okinawa, Japan, has the longest lifespan in the world. And uh, they live to be an average of 101 so we were wondering, since we work for Parks and Recreation, if any yeah. of that will rub off on us. And we feel like we will, we should get extended time because we work for Parks Probably and Rec. depends on if you actually use the parks to exercise. <laughs> yes. I'm just, just saying. It'll just rub off <laughs> on me, even if I don't exercise or get out there. <laughs> the other thing, I have my notes here, which I thought was really interesting. There's like a month or a day for everything, right? Yes. And I was looking... And so coming up in January, this week, as a matter of fact, take a walk outdoors day. Oh. Hint, hint, get out to one of our 17 parks and enjoy, even in the cooler weather, it's still a brisk walk, but it's good for your health, um, World Snow Day. Oh, wow. I hope we get some of that. That would um, be nice. Only if we get a foot. I'm not a fan of like a sprinkling. You know, I like a foot of snow, something you can enjoy and then be gone the next day. Uh, celebration of Life Day. Oh, okay. So I think pretty much think that's an everyday occurrence, don't you? Yeah, I think so. I celebrate my life every day for sure. Change a pet's life day. Oh, like adopt a pet day. Change a pet's life. So take them out to one of our two dog parks. <laughs> yes, it'll change their life. <laughs> it will change their life and probably yours too because you'll be chasing them. But um, library shelfie day. Mm. Library shelfie. Shelfie. Shelf What's a shelfie? I guess it's where you put a book. It's a shelfie. Selfie. So it's take like, a, I guess you take a selfie, selfie at, at the library. I shelfie love day. You okay. know? Shout out to our friends at the Mooresville Public Library. So they're having a puzzle competition, I believe, yes. coming up too. That sounds fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and an International Environmental Education Day. Mm. Again, Parks and Rec centric, wouldn't you say? Yeah, sure. I like that. So yeah, there's a day for everything, this entire booklet of just days of the year. Yes. And we're going to touch on those throughout the year if they're Parks and Rec centric, because why not? So. I, I also feel like we should touch on National Chocolate Day and National <laughs> Coffee Day and National Eat Cake Day. And well, I think I think I'm sure like that's that. an ice cream day. Yeah, yes. National Coffee Day is every day for Don. <clears throat> yes. Just so we know. And if you ever want to get Don a gift. Coffee. <laughs> coffee. That, that's my go-to. That's fuel. We run on coffee and dreams. Coffee and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I and. love it. So, Kim, what do you guys have going on in, in the downtown, downtown commission? I can't speak this morning. So the Mooresville Downtown Commission is a 501c4 nonprofit organization. We partner and facilitate a lot of things with the town of Mooresville and with the Parks and Recreation Department, but we are um, a separate entity from the town. So that's kind of historically, we were created in the late 80s, and that's how we've always been structured. Okay. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people don't know, really, they, they either haven't heard about the Downtown Commission or maybe don't know what it does. So I'm excited to get to talk to you in the next segment. Um, we will learn about how 
the Moore's Old Town Commission supports businesses, sure. events that you all host, yes. and, you know, really what the Downtown Commission is all about. And then I want to hear a little bit about your background and how you got on to, into that, too. Okay, sure. Yeah. And um, to your point, it's very confusing. Who does what? And right. Mostly it doesn't matter, but, you know, there are different people who put on events and coordinate events and support businesses and economic development yeah, and all of that. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to... No, I was going to say, I think we learned a lot of that in the 150 celebration. So sure. it's going to be great to kind of dive into that a little bit yeah. more. And we appreciate you being here today at WSIC absolutely. for I Mooresville. We'll be right back after a word from our loyal sponsors. Stay in the know with all things Mooresville. I Heart Mooresville continues next on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Welcome back to I Heart Mooresville on WSIC. We appreciate you joining us for our second episode. Um, our guest today is the executive director of the MDC, which is the Mooresville Downtown Commission, Kim Atkins. We appreciate her joining us to talk about all things MDC. Glad to be here. So I guess, you know, as I was mentioning earlier, uh, we had our 150 celebration in 2023, and obviously the Downtown Commission was a huge part of that. And one of the things that I learned through that experience, being relatively new to, to Mooresville, was just the amount of coordination that takes place uh, between the town, uh, different departments, uh, local businesses, the sure. MDC, yes. the CBB, all of those entities that have to work together. And I, and I know, and I saw as we went through the year, how those relationships got stronger and that communication got better because of the 150, because there was so much going on. Right. So I think it would be interesting for the viewers to kind of understand, first of all, tell us a little bit about Kim, how you got involved, is what your background is, and then let's kind of talk about those aspects that people may not know about, that coordination that goes on. Because to me, that's really the glue that holds everything together and, right. makes, and, and, and enables these celebrations and these events to happen. Sure. So. Yeah. So a little bit about Kim. Um, my, I come from corporate America. My uh, college degree was in printing management. So I oh. come oh. from the printing, we do a lot uh, of printing. world. Yes, mm -hmm. I know that world well. Um, I worked in corporate America for a couple of decades and... One New Year's Eve, decided to do something different, and I left corporate America and started my business on Main Street in downtown Mooresville. So um, interesting story at that time. I had a realtor tell me that I was crazy for looking at downtown Mooresville, that it was going to be a retail business. Um, I should be over near Target. And my heart and passion is downtowns and main streets and sure. the smaller scale and the uniqueness of that. And so I plopped myself on main street and wow. um, had my business for four years. Um, we were in kind of interior home accessories, gifts, so nothing that anybody needed. <laughs> yeah. So when the recession hit, the great recession hit, um, our sales dropped dramatically in six months. And so um, I made the decision at that time to close the business and was serving on the Mooresville Downtown Commission Board, and our executive director at the time was retiring. And so, you know, as we say, you never, it's not a straight path from 
This is true. High yes. school, college, mm-hmm. through life, and um, so here I am on the on the winding path. Well, one door closes and another one <laughs> yeah, opens. That's right. And, and uh, the loss of your business was the gain for the town. So, yeah. Yeah. so talk yes. a little bit about that coordination. Obviously, uh, coming from corporate America, you understand you know the relationships and and, sure. and why that's so important. Obviously, nobody accomplishes anything by themselves. Uh, right. It's always a team effort, regardless mm-hmm. of the business that you're in, and the, it's mm-hmm. no different for Mooresville as a community. Right. So uh, talk a little bit about the, the coordination that has to happen and maybe some of the ways that 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 takes place that people may not know about. So, um, you know, a lot of people want to host their event um, specifically on Main Street in downtown Mooresville because it's a beautiful backdrop. It's a backdrop that cannot be replicated. Um, same with our businesses. You know, it's a it's a list of a long list of very unique individual businesses. And so it's just a unique setting. But it's also probably the hardest place to hold an event. Um, depending upon which street it's on, it can require North Carolina Department of Transportation approval, which means that the town board has to approve that road closure first, the police department second, NCDOT third. Um, and that's just to close the road. That's not even <laughs> right. to put anything on the road. Right. Um, and so we coordinate. Yes, we coordinate with the town, as I mentioned, you know, in the first segment, we partner a lot with the town, um, but that can mean a lot of things. Police, fire, depending upon the size of the event, you know, the police department may have their emergency response plan. That's probably not the right term, but that's basically what it is. Police and fire, you know, have their their big overarching plan when you're bringing 10,000 plus people into, you know, a 20, 20 blocks or less, really 10 blocks or less probably. Yeah. yeah, I know the the egress and the you know the access for emergency vehicles and yes. all those things have to be planned out. And I know Christine, you know, as, as the arts and events manager, you worked uh, very closely with Kim and the local businesses and in some of these agencies that she talked about. So, kind of talk about that aspect, you know, and the the, the relationship you have with the MDC and how that all works together. Yeah, I think. You know, Kim's right. I mean, we wouldn't be able to, you know, put these events on, I think, without the collaboration that we have, sure. especially with, you know, police and fire and, and those emergency response plans. I think um, the Mooresville Downtown Commis- Commission has really laid a great path for us to come along and host these festivals because we relied on Kim heavily especially in the beginning um, for submitting, you know, alcohol permitting and how do you do this? And, you know, really it, it was, it was a great partnership and we even ended up partnering on, you yes. know, the Christmas event, yeah. um, which was just really a natural um, collaboration with us to, to do that. And, and the purpose to enhance, you know, those events for the community. And I think we're seeing that this year um, with us working together and what we've learned this year, we've really been able to bring some pretty cool experiences to to the community. Sure. Well, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, let's take the 4th of July event, uh, which was a huge success, uh, happens on Main Street, pretty much the entire length of Main Street. So talk about the things that had to take place in order for that event to happen. Um, it was a short event. But the planning is still, nonetheless, important and required. So talk about that. Right. Sure. So um, Christine and her team, you know, organized all the people who were going to be in the parade and walk or stroll down the street. Um, Excuse me. And um, but, you know, again, street closure. What does that look like as far as where do you have police? Where do you have fire? 
Um, that event, probably a little bit easier on our businesses because most are closed on the 4th of July since it's a holiday. Um, but some of the other events, the Bands, Brews, and Barbecue and, and Mooresville Day, takes a lot of coordination with those businesses because if the street's closed all day, that typically can have a negative impact on their sales. The opposite of that, you're bringing 10,000 people downtown and you hope right. that they go into those businesses and the businesses are offering things to get them in the businesses. And so hopefully the the event time offsets the, you know, the rest of the day when it's really logistics because you have to close the streets in advance to get trucks or rides or whatever sure, you're bringing sure. in, uh, whatever attraction, um, you know, you have to have time to set that up and clear the street and clear the cars and it it takes a lot longer than people think. Yeah. And, you know, amazingly, you have every car off of one side of the block and somebody pulls in like, oh, the whole street is open for me to park here today. <laughs> We're so. literally chasing people down. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so. one, of, one of the things I wanted to ask you, you know, the the mission of the Mooresville Downtown Commission, you know, is to create, facilitate, and promote the vibrancy of the heart of Mooresville through engagement, support, advocacy, and leadership. Yes. So I've been a part of Mooresville for uh, 15 years now, I think, 17 years. I've been living um, and working or, or working in Mooresville, not living, working in Mooresville. And I've seen the difference personally in how much growth the downtown has experienced. Yes. Yes. And, you know, you talk about vibrancy. We didn't have that 20 years ago, you know, right. 30 years ago. Right. And we do now. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about that. I mean, I think it's it's visible, the the changes and the growth and how, how many great things are happening now. Yeah. So um, the Mooresville Downtown Commission, you know, 15, 17 years ago, we have a really dedicated core group of volunteers. And, you know, since the train runs right through our downtown, that dedicated core group said, we are going to get this train moving. And anybody, any business owner, any property owner, any partner can jump on this train with us at any time. But we're just going to push and push and push. And um, part of what the Mooresville Downtown Commission does, we support our small businesses. Yes, we do events, and that's probably what people know us for the most. But really the biggest part of our push is economic development for our small businesses and right. for our downtown we have a municipal service district, which means that the businesses and property owners within those boundaries pay an additional tax, which helps fund us. So we focus, our efforts have to be focused on that tax district. But we try to support those small businesses. Um, you know, we, our organization offers value add seminars and lunch and learns, but we have a 115 total businesses in downtown and, and wow. it's a wide range. It's more than people think. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea there were yeah. that many. Yeah. I didn't realize that yeah. either. Wow. We, we, on our website, we list them in categories and, you know, sometimes they may be duplicated in a category because you may be in arts and education, you may have that offering in your business, but you're also retail. Right. So if you take all of those duplications out, it's 115 total, 30 of those shopping, 16 of those are dining, drinks, bakeries, any food type business. Um, we have 16 of those and, and that's a lot um, in both categories. And so I think, again, that's what brings that vibrancy. Right. Um, the, the dining and the bars, frankly, bring the after five activity. Yeah. I was um, on Main Street Friday night. You know, we had a concert, stepped out, went to Bay's, packed. Yes. I've never, I, I mean, you're just starting to see Main Street 
become alive, you know, on the weekend. Right. We have a nightlife. Right. It's pretty 15 amazing. years ago, to your point, 30 years ago, if you went down Main Street at 5.15 p.m., <laughs> right, you pretty much could park anywhere you wanted on Main Street. Um, and now you walk out on a Friday evening, Thursday evening, and there is no parking. You know, it's interesting. I, I said on the last show, I've spent 25 years in racing. So I spent a lot of time in Mooresville sure. at the race shops. But I never really understood the town until I came to work here. And I will go to lunch and I'll walk down Main Street. And it's amazing. You can pretty much get anything you want on Main Street. You want yes. something framed, there's a frame shop. You want to you buy clothes, there's a clothes shop. You want something to decorate your home, there's a decoration shop. Right. There's food, there's drink, there's there's something for everybody. You on. need your tires aligned or your teeth aligned. We can take care of it. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So I, I think that that's been a great education for me, yes. um, that you don't have to drive very far to right. get all the services that you need within Mooresville. Sure. Um, and so I think, you know, the downtown commission obviously is a big part of that, luring people in um, and in helping sustain them and give them a reason to want to stay. Right. And I don't see many open buildings in downtown Mooresville. No. Um, so yeah. I think the competition to join the train that you have started is, <laughs> is, uh, is pretty high. So with that said, we'll talk a little bit about some of the events that are coming up that you're involved sure. in the next segment. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. There's more iHeart Mooresville on the way from 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. iHeart Mooresville. Ooh, we should put that on a t-shirt. Sorry, New York. 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. And we're back with iHeart Mooresville, the small town radio show with a big heart. We're talking with Executive Director of the Mooresville Downtown Commission, Kim Atkins. Kim, we've talked a little bit about, you know, what the Mooresville Downtown Commission does and the changes and growth that we've seen over the last sure. 20 years. Who is Who are the people, the, the Wizard of Oz, the, the man behind the curtain? Who are the people that make this happen? Yeah, as I mentioned before, we have a very dedicated group um, of volunteers. As a nonprofit, we, are, um, we have a board of directors, and it is a working board. They are volunteers. They volunteer their time to, um, you know, guide and advise our organization as well as, you know, hopefully – um, improve downtown and move things forward. Um, as our logo said, it's happening in downtown Mooresville, and um, we want to keep it that way. Yeah. So, so these these board members, they're the ones that are you know planning events. They're they're working the events, volunteering, you know, spending their time. That's a lot of of man hours and volunteer hours. It is a lot of man and volunteer hours. Um, you know, it's not the pretty part of the job when you're out in the rain or literally we are cleaning up garbage at the end of our food truck event, um, sometimes also in the rain. So uh, not necessarily the pretty part, but um, our organization um, last, we run on a fiscal year, July 1 through June 30th, just like the town of Mooresville. And for that uh, last year through June 30th, our organization volunteered over 2,400 
volunteer hours. Wow. Yes. And there's a, um, a website that places a, a, va- a price per state of volunteer hours. So North Carolina, I don't remember, it's 27 and change. But that that's a value back to the community of over 74,000 in volunteer hours. Wow. And it is events, but we also have committees where we're, you know, we're talking about how do we reach more people? How do we, you know, support what, what other value add can we bring to our small businesses? Um, you know, so there's committee work as it, again, most people see the event work because it's, it's out in the, in the public, our meetings are public, but you know, they're still happening indoors and, um, but yeah, all kinds of different volunteer opportunities with our organization. You talked a lot about the overall mission, um, and I'm sure, like most businesses, you kind of set goals and priorities. So, kind of, what is the number one priority for the MDC for the next fiscal? Kind of what are we? What are you focusing on? Uh, so, I would say we have two that are out of our plan of work. It's economic vibrancy, and it's creative entrepreneurship. So, we're trying to do some things. Um, you guys know how it is on a busy day. You come in your office, you work, 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 and then you go home at the end of the day. And our small business owners are no different. You know, it's usually one or two people. I mean, there certainly are businesses that have more than that, but the the majority of them have one or two people working, you know, one, one to five, let's say that. And they come in the back door and they work, 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 and they hopefully sell, sell, sell. And then they go home. And so they don't, especially if they're new to Mooresville, they don't always know their neighboring business. And so we want people to be able to, you know, cross promote each other and refer other businesses. And so we're trying to uh, provide more opportunities for our businesses to connect with each other on a personal level, just like Don, you talked about earlier, having those relationships and, you know, being able to, hey, do you know where I can get this? Um, you know, I saw it at Christmas. I was in one of our businesses and a, a mom was in looking for a very specific pair of earrings. And our business owner sent her to two other stores that might have them because she was sold out. And so that's the type of thing that's that we want to yeah. we want to promote and, and assist with if we can. Now, I know, you know, obviously any event that is held downtown, you know, can benefit the businesses, sure. the downtown businesses. And, yeah. you know, I know some, depending on, you know, the industry you're in, it can be, um, you know, hard on businesses to have to close and street closers. But I know that's something that, you know, is being looked at now more of how does this affect those downtown businesses. Right. Um, tell me about the events that the downtown commission has planned and, you know, what went into that, you know, why do we have a food truck festival? You know, what's that right. purpose? And- right. So um, we have a couple of events coming up. Uh, February 9th is a sweetheart sipping shop. Um, one of our business owners last year brought an idea to our board of um, love downtown for the month of yeah. February. And so we have some businesses How that... appropriate. That, right? I love that. That um, we put hearts on the business windows and people passing can use a sticky note to write what they love about downtown. Um, and so the Sweetheart Sipping Shop will be February 9th from 6 to 8. And then... And where is that? That is... So if you think of a group of businesses all holding an open house on the same night. So it's participating businesses. We usually have about 20. Um, The other benefit is they're open six to eight on a Friday night. So people who, you know, want to shop and can't get there before five have that opportunity uh, again in the evening hours. And this is really a result of the um, social district, right? The fact that there's a social district in downtown now? We do have a social district. Um, The other event coming up that 
more plays into the social district is March 16th, Shamrocks and Shenanigans. Oh, yes. And that is a ticketed event where people can taste, uh, again, from participating businesses, they can taste a specialty cocktail of the day or, you know, specialty um, beer, whatever that might be. Um, And the social district, though, plays into that as well, because for someone who doesn't want to buy a ticket, they may want to just come down and see the Irish dancers and listen to music and things like that and, you know, can have a beer and walk around or a coffee and walk around if they choose to. Can you explain what the social district is for the people that may not understand what that is, what the what the advantages and what the restrictions are? So the advantages are um, the one I like to use is if a couple is downtown and they're sitting, I'm just going to use on tap as an example, and the husband wants to watch the football game. This past weekend it was cold and, you know, and then the wife is like, okay, I'm tired of the football game, but I still have half my beer. So I want to walk down the street and shop at, you know, one of our, what was that number I used? 30 shopping locations. (laughs) Um, She can walk down the street. And if, if the retail business allows a social district beverage in their store, which most do, some do not. um, And that's their choice. um, She can walk in that business with her social district beverage and continue to shop and then, you know, go back and meet up her husband whenever. Um, we also see it at events where, you know, one of my favorite stories is a wife is in uh, one of our businesses and she's making an appointment for a facial and her husband's outside with his beer, <laughs> social oh, district cup. I bet right. and, husbands you know, love that. She's shopping and he's doing his thing and chatting with friends on the street. And um, so that's, that's the benefit is it allows people the flexibility, um, you know, groups of people, the flexibility. If, if one wants a coffee and one wants a beer, they can still walk down the street together. That's amazing. Is there a, 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 like, what's the limitation of that social district? So there is a boundary, um, basically McClellan Avenue on Main Street, um, to Iredell Avenue. And then on Broad Street, it is, um, Center Avenue, to more avenue. It's a little bit smaller. Um, and we, we, on our website, we have a social district page and it shows the maps and it has all the do's and don'ts, which, you know, really come from state legislation. The state sure. passed, passed um, legislation that even allowed social districts um, after COVID to try and kind of help the, the um, food and beverage industry, which had been hit so hard. You mentioned um, your website. So kind of tell people where they can learn more about the NBC and about sure. events and things like sure. that. Sure. So um, our website is just downtownmooresville.com. It's really quite simple. <laughs> um, same with our Facebook page and Instagram page, all are just downtown Mooresville. Um, on our website, we have events. We have events that are happening every month, but we also have a page called Signature Events. So if somebody wants to mark their calendar through December of 2024, they can go find all of our events uh, under the signature event page. Oh, nice. Yes. Well, shifting gears a little bit, um, I want to talk about historic preservation. So our downtown um, has some really beautiful historic buildings. It does, yes. So what does the Mooresville Downtown Commission do to help preserve some of those buildings? Right. So historic preservation is a group uh, of the town of Mooresville, out of the planning department, um, there is a historic overlay over a portion of downtown that does this just that. It has things in place that help preserve the buildings. So when that was being worked on and the guidelines were being 
developed to be adopted, the Mooresville Downtown Commission uh, was very involved in that process. We invited all of our property owners and business owners to those meetings. Um, But basically, the guidelines don't want you changing the exterior of a building or tearing down a building if it is designated as historic. Um, There are, within the overall boundary, there are some buildings that are not considered it's the, the term they use is contributing or non-contributing, um, just because there were so many changes made to them prior to the overlay being put into place. Okay, I, I you know I definitely commend you all for doing a great job on keeping that you know historic and that small town charm on Main Street. Yeah, we hear um, a, we get a lot of good feedback about you know being able to keep that. And Mooresville's growing. You know we've experienced growth in population and businesses right. moving here, but we still have been able to maintain that small town feel and that charm when you come to the downtown area. And I mean, it's almost an attraction in itself because you don't right. have that a right. l- in a lot of downtowns. And you can't you can't replicate it. You yeah. know, you see newer outdoor malls that have been built or, you know, what shopping centers, whatever, but you, you just cannot replicate it. And so it's even more because of that reason, even more important to protect and preserve um yeah, I think the, it, the it kind of looks like a postcard to me. If you were to look up in the dictionary what small town America looked like, sure. you'd see a picture of Mooresville. Right. Um, you know, and that has always struck me. It's to your point, the backdrop is is amazing. You can't replicate that. Right. And so, you know, being able to see that and to host events with that backdrop right. is quite amazing. Yes. Um, and so, uh, again, I think Christine echoed that. I think it's great that the, the downtown commission is actively involved in that, uh, is actively promoting the businesses that have chosen to to call Mooresville home. Sure. Uh, and I think that's really important to the continual growth and, and, you know, overall charm that Mooresville has. So, right. but we'll be back to talk more about some events that are happening right after this message from our sponsors. Stick around. More iHeart Mooresville with host Christine Patterson and Don Smile is coming up on WSIC. Local starts here. Call now to speak with iHeart Mooresville hosts Christine Patterson and Don Smile at 844-STUDIO-4. It's iHeart Mooresville on WSIC. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to iHeart Mooresville with Christine Patterson and Don Smile and our special guest, Kim Atkins from the Mooresville Downtown Commission. So I wanted to talk a little bit about some parks and recreation activities that are going on, and we'll kind of go around the table because I know there's some other things that that, uh, Christine and, and Kim want to talk about. Uh, As I mentioned at the top of the show, the golf course, the Mooresville Golf Course, is reopened. Uh, The weather has changed in favor of golfers, although I'm quite sure even with the temperatures, if the golf course had been open, there would have been people out there golfing. Oh, absolutely. Um, As I said in a previous show, I'm not a golfer. I'm a cart driver and a beverage drinker. Um, And so... (laughs) I'm with you. (laughs) So... um, But some of the the events that are coming up for the Parks and Recreation Department... um, on January 27th of this month, speaking of cold weather, if you would like to participate in the annual Polar Plunge uh, that the um, uh, the um, Lake Norman Division of uh, Special Olympics is holding at the Lake Norman Yacht Club, um, they are hosting that event. It's, a, it's their yearly uh, big fundraiser, so we wholeheartedly support their efforts. Um, I will not participate. Um not big fan of cold weather, I have to say. Be um, there in spirit. Be there in spirit. But it's an amazing event. And uh, if you are interested in supporting and not swimming, I'm sure they would love your contribution as well. I will write a check. You will write a check. <laughs> um, 
Coming up at the Selma Burke Recreation Center on the 29th is Puzzle Palooza, which is a great activity for your children um, to participate in. And we have whole homeschool programs. The thing that uh, many people may not know now is that we have a catalog uh, in, in my hands here. Um, this catalog comes out three times a year. Uh, this is our winter and spring catalog, which is available online. Um, you can download a version from our webpage, which is uh, mooresvillerecreation.org, but it pretty much is everything parks and recreation. So, you know, the park services team and the improvements they're doing in parks and the cleanups that they're, they're doing. Um, it talks about the golf club that we just mentioned, what's happening there. They have a lot of programs going on. There's some uh, after school and junior league programs that are coming up soon, which we'll talk about on some different episodes. Uh, our athletic schedules, obviously tournament time is getting ready to kick into high gear once we get into spring. Um, our community outreach division, uh, which is, um, you know, uh, our mobile recreation unit, which goes out to schools and civic organizations and many of our parks, uh, which, you know, allows uh, families to bring their children and participate. And we have youth and teen programs. We have early childhood programs and we have adult programs. So pretty much from five to 95, we've got you covered. So I would encourage you to go to mooresvillerecreation.org. On our homepage, you will see a link to download a version of this catalog, and you will be in the know. Christine, what you got going on on the arts and events side? Arts and events always has things going on. We, you know, just like Parks and Rec, we bring the fun, right? We um, have, we just had, like, as I mentioned, the, the Hitman Country sold-out show. Had a great time. Um, we have the Murder Mystery Dinner Theater Ooh. coming up. Very scary. Very <laughs> spooky. Um, no, it's always a good time. Last year, we could have sold two days of that and sold out. It was amazing. I heard um, good things about that. Yes. Sigmund Theatrical does an amazing job. They custom customize a show just for us. And and it's a uh, magician themed. So somebody killed the magician. Oh, no. um, it's going to be fun. So that is February 10th and at 7. A, a sit down dinner, whole it experience, is. right? Yes. Doors open at 6. Dinner served at 6.30. Show starts at 7. It's the whole whole thing. Dinner in a, in a show. It's, it's a cool date night. It's near Valentine's Day. So if a murder mystery is your thing for date night, definitely come join us. Um, next year, we're going to have to do some sort of like murdered husband or <laughs> wife, you know, Valentine's Day <laughs> theme. Uh, but no, it's always a lot of fun. And then April um, 13th is always Loretta. That is the number one tribute show and the only um, show that's actually sanctioned by the um, Lynn estate. Oh, wow. So, um, and excuse me, that's April 14th. February? Uh, always Loretta's April. Um, oh, April, sorry. Yeah, April 13th. Sorry about that. Um, and it's a great show. It is the original um, Loretta Lynn band, The Coal Miners. Wow. Oh, wow. So this is legit tribute show. You know, they tour, their national touring act. Um, so tickets are on sale. There are not many left, so they're going to go fast because that that is um, one of... And where can they get tickets? They can get tickets on OurTownStage.com. Okay. Um, also coming up on our festival side of, of programming is Mooresville Day. So it's back by popular demand. Mm -hmm. Join us on March 23rd for the Mooresville Day Festival in downtown Mooresville. We are so excited to bring this festival back. Last year, we had over 12,000 people join us on Main Street for this event. And it was just so cool because it was a celebration of all things Mooresville. Yeah. 
It was. Yeah, just our town. And we had schools out there. The school mascot dance competition. You know, (laughs) we had them thrown down in front of the stage. And we had um, vendors from, you know, Morsel Spinners and the golf club and just some really great um, artisans. And it was such a fun time. Um, So if you love Mooresville, you love your city, um, come out and enjoy the Mooresville Day Festival. Um, And then just a reminder that Rock the Park starts at Liberty Park in May. We're bringing back our outdoor um, concert series. Those are always a, a big, um, you know, a big hit. So and, and join I, us. I tell the, the people who may not know um, kind of what the rules are about the Outdoor Festival Series, because we get a lot of uh, questions on our Facebook page and others about, you know, can I do this? Can I bring that? So just kind of a basic overview. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, we do get a lot of those. So one of the things, um, you know, that we tried to make it, um, you know, convenient for everyone and for everyone to feel comfortable is we don't allow pets on the lawn, but we do allow them on the promenade. So pets can come, but where, where people are sitting on the lawn, we just, you know, try to kind of keep them away, but you can still have a great seat, enjoy the show, come, you know, just kind of sit on the sidewalk or the promenade has an overview that has a a great view of, of the band shell. Um, so there are definitely ways to enjoy the, the outdoor concert series with your pet, just not on the lawn. Um, we also made it convenient, um, you know, with accessible ADA parking, um, we left half of that parking lot open, um, the Liberty park parking lot. So you can come, um, but you do have to be, um, you know, handicapped accessible to park in that lot. Um, but it is a convenient way to enjoy the show. We want everyone to be able to come to our shows, um, even if you are limited mobility. And so um, definitely come out and we've tried to make that a better experience. Um, you, We have food trucks um, and beer vendors at the park. And so you can enjoy a beverage while you walk, the, you know, watch the show. Unfortunately, Liberty Park is not part of the social district. So you cannot enjoy a beverage from a Main Street business and come down. Down, um, but we do offer that in the park. What about lawn chairs, blankets, all those things? Yes. Yeah, so for the for the outdoor series, you can absolutely bring blankets and lawn chairs. We do limit that to some of our larger festivals. Um, we limit blankets and umbrellas and things like that just because we need to squeeze in as many people as we can on that lawn. But for the outdoor series, you are welcome to spread out and bring that picnic blanket and enjoy some food. You can bring in your own food um, and, and non-alcoholic beverages. Um, you're welcome to enjoy those in the park as well. Excellent. What else you got going on? Yeah, well, just around town in general, um, we've got lots happening in Mooresville always. Um, Hoptown Brewery uh, actually has live music every Wednesday and Sunday night. So you can always head over to Hoptown if you want to hear some live music, enjoy a beverage. Um, Kim, I think a lot of the downtown businesses have that as well, don't they? So we have um, quite a few businesses that every month they offer line dancing or live music, or trivia nights, um, pain and sips, you know, all different varieties. So 202 Fine Wines, On Tap, 158 on Main, Murdo Made Distillery, and Summit Coffee all almost always offer um, events throughout the week, uh, month in and month out. I love that. So whether you live in the 28115 or the 28117, sure. there are options to enjoy a beverage and some live music. Um, also, 
Um, overflow, overflow has a Halloween or sorry, Halloween. What, month, what, what year am I in? Uh, Valentine's day. Um, overflow has a Valentine's day event coming up. It's a cookie decorating workshop with beer. Fun. So the kids can decorate cookies and the adults can join, enjoy beverage. Yeah. And I see our friends at King Canary Brewing have a lot going on pretty much all month, but some of the highlights, um, they have music bingo on Thursday, which I love. Uh, I'm, you know, if it's 80s music trivia, I'm crushing. Oh, That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, um, and then on uh, Wednesday, they have trivia night and food trucks. So, uh, always a good time. Um, and obviously, Kim mentioned the the dive bar earlier on Main Street. Mm-hmm. They have a lot a lot of events going on there. So, I would encourage you to, to log on and check out their events that are happening there. Yes. And uh, actually, I see our friends at the Cornelius Cycle Club uh, have a lot going on pretty much every week. They do group rides. Mm. Um, and so... We are sitting in Cornelius, so while it's outside of the town of Mooresville, um, it is an event that I think a lot of people, you know, one of the things that happened in the 150 that people may not have known about was there was the um, um, a bike event, a Fondo. Yes, um, yes. And first. it was a first, uh, and I believe it's going to be an annual event. So, you know, the cycling community really embraced that. There's a huge cycling uh, community, yes. um, you know, in Mooresville and the surrounding communities. And so it was nice to see that event take place. And, uh, you know, they, they are... Amply represented. Yes. We have some great bike trails in Mooresville as well. And, we do. and to tie back into your health and recreation, I do know, and I'm not a runner, so if I leave anybody out, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I do know that Hoptown and ONTAP both have a run club. I know, oh, nice. I know um, ONTAPS is on Wednesday. I do not know the day of Hoptown, but I know they both have run clubs. So you okay. run and then you reward yourself. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Exactly. Well, of course, I want to give one last shout out for, you know, the Mooresville Downtown Commission hosting the Sip and Shop on February 9th and the Shamrocks and Shenanigans on March 16th. And where can they yes, find out about ma'am. that? Uh, downtownmooresville.com. And if you go to our signature events page, uh, the Sweetheart Sippin' Shop event is on our Facebook page as well with details and Shamrocks will be coming soon. And a reminder that you can connect with Parks and Recreation at our Facebook page, Mooresville Parks and Recreation, Instagram, Mooresville Parks and Rec, and MooresvilleRecreation.org. And you can get your tickets for the murder mystery at OurTownStage.com. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for joining us. Thank you all for inviting me. I enjoyed it. We had such a good time talking to you. And everyone, join us next week on Tuesday for I Heart Mooresville. The new 1059 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.